Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello, 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 you guys. (laughs) This podcast this week is going to be about how to give zero fucks about anything. And I think we should talk about it because this time of year, people get crazy and they give a lot of fucks and they probably shouldn't. And I have just hit the point in my life, this beautiful phase that most women seem to hit in our 40s where we just stop giving so much of a shit about what else is going on. We're tired of dealing with bullshit. We just don't have time for it. And what's interesting is that in our thirties, like we still, we we don't feel that we have time for the bullshit, but we get angry about it and we still interact with it in a way that starts falling off. Like the older you get, the more decades you accumulate, the less fucks you give. And It's funny because some people describe it as just having less to give, like there's just not the energy there. And for me, I perceive it as I just honestly, that energy doesn't exist as much for me in as many areas of my life. Now, this isn't to say that I don't have plenty of stuff that still spins me out of control. For sure I do. I'm human. But I am witnessing a magnitude of fuck giving that is going away. And I wanted to share the gloriousness with you because we all need some of that as the holidays approach, as we're closing out our year. It's like society and life just gives you a lot. It gives you a lot that we're trying to resolve and come to terms with at any given time. But particularly for some reason in December, like we had Thanksgiving, we've got Christmas, we've got Hanukkah, like all of the things, all of the family gatherings, all of the school year stuff. Like if you have teenagers, college students, like they're trying to wrap up an entire semester's worth of learning and they have to cram themselves back into whatever area of their life they had left to go to school. Now they're back and it's awkward for everyone. There's relationship drama. There's work drama. If you have a business, you're closing out your books. Like maybe that was October for you, but maybe it's December. Taxes are coming. Like there's just a lot of things to deal with. (laughs) giving them space to exist, giving them, you know, just recognizing that they're happening. There's not much we can do about it. Like life is lifing all the time. People come in and out of our lives. There's a lot of hustle and bustle, but with age and hopefully with grace, we realize that there's not much we can do about that. And how do we want to show up? How do we want to live our life anyway? And for me, if I recognize that I've been stewing in the drama or building it on my own, participating it in some way, and God forbid, even inviting it into my life by pressing a button, (laughs) recording something I shouldn't, watching the news, God forbid, all of that stuff, I can see how I'm setting my own table for the drama. And I don't want it. And I don't have time for it, but more and more, I just don't have space for it. And therefore it, it stops being so real for me. 
So I'm hitting this interesting phase in life in which I can observe more drama in other people than I'm observing in my own life. And for whatever reason, like that's amazing. It's a gift. It's really weird. (laughs) You notice that people around you, like this is my life. Like I notice there are people around me and they have a lot going on and there are people pushing their buttons and not making decisions they like, and they're having to deal with the consequences. And I'm having to therefore deal with the consequences. And I'm in this odd state of calm about it. It doesn't feel like it's that big of a deal. And there are definitely times in my life where all of this would have been such a big deal. So years ago, decades ago, just the idea of family gatherings and what do you do for Thanksgiving? What do you do for Christmas? Who's coming? What's going to happen? How am I going to cope? Would actually feel one deeply important and stressful. I had a lot of thoughts and beliefs around having to make everything wonderful for everyone that put a real huge amount of pressure on these holidays, get the perfect gift. I don't know, look good for the photo. Like that was like a really important thing. (laughs) Make sure that everyone's having a good time. Make sure that things are prepped, help in the kitchen. Don't help in the kitchen. Don't get caught up. Make sure things are clean. Like all of these things felt like they had a gravity to them. They were so important to get done, to do it right. Like there was a freaking right way to do these things. Then there's the, okay, we know this person doesn't get along with that person. Who's going to show up? What are they going to say? How do we navigate grandma? Like all of the crazy things that come up in general at family gatherings. And I unwittingly, unwillingly, like whatever would happen, I'd feed into this drama and I wouldn't even be talking about it. Like not even talking about it with people, but the drama would be in my head about like, oh no, this thing is coming. I have to get ready for it. What What's going to happen? There was like a a low grade level of dread leading up to holidays about, did I get the right presents for people? Like did people's birthdays get forgotten? What have I done or not done in the family for the family? It's going to come up. Oh no. Like there, there's just existential dread around these things. And I noticed that finally I've hit a point where that's not so true for me anymore. And thank God that happened. How did that happen? And I'd like to share it with you. So I'm going to try and figure out what happened because maybe it's shareable. And if it is like, damn, everybody needs some chill. So I'll try and share. And oddly, it's happened to me as I'm a parent. And I thought in my head, for some reason, I thought like it would be harder because now there's like this little human and like I'm responsible for her and I'm responsible in a weird way for her experience and what's happening and everybody else being able to experience her. And I think what's happened is that I've really dug deep and thought about it and realized that, yes, I'm her parent. I'm responsible for her well-being. I want her to enjoy her life, but I'm not responsible for how she experiences and interprets every moment of her life. She can have her own experience. Ah, isn't that refreshing? And remarkably, I think having that realization and really trying to internalize it for myself every day with my daughter, like she is living her life. And as long as I'm keeping her safe and alive, how she experiences her life is largely up to her. It's out of my hands. And honestly, it should be hers. Wait a minute. Isn't it like that for everyone in my life? Oh, 
And just like the expansiveness of that thought is huge. What if everyone's experience is theirs and I have nothing to do with it? I'm there. I'm participating. I can show up to the party, but I'm having my own experience and I could just decide that my experience is going to be chill and decent and I could take a break when I want to take a break and it doesn't matter. And if anyone else gets upset about it or happy or whatever, that's their experience. It is, it's theirs. I am not responsible for how they choose to experience it. It's so interesting because I think earlier in my own understanding of responsibility, I would think, of course, I'm responsible for how I show up. I'm responsible for how I'm setting up other people to enjoy, not enjoy, succeed, fail in life, whatever. And it both, uh, it's weird because I feel like that's true. Obviously, like I want to show up in integrity. I want to be a good person. I want to, you know, be there for my responsibilities. So of course, if I'm supposed to bake something, I'm going to bake it. If I'm, you know, supposed to show up and do something, I show up on time. But what I've come to realize is that beyond those things and how I want to show up and how I want to be received or felt or seen or whatever, the actual receiving of all of that is not up to me. And it's also why there's drama and why I get upset. Like if I feel that I've done something and I was expecting to be received in a certain way. I wanted my gift to be liked. I wanted, you know, more space in the kitchen, whatever it is that I wanted and I don't get it. That is the source of my drama and suffering. It's the source of my stress. But what if I just said, I want to show up and do this. I will do it in the lightest, most easy way. I'm making opportunity for that. And how it's received, like it, someone might not like my food. That's okay. Someone might not enjoy my company or my conversation. What if that's okay? And what if it's okay that I'm not enjoying a conversation and I'm not judging it or making it bad? Like, what if I'm just kind of watching like, oh, here we are again, having this awkward conversation. Okay. It's happening. <laughs> just allow there to be amusement. And I'm telling you, like, it's so liberating to have existed a few holiday seasons in this mindset without worrying so much about how everything I do is taken by other people. Like it just relieves so much responsibility and in loosening that, allowing people to be there for themselves and allowing me to be there for myself. One, holidays are a shit ton more pleasant and just fun. And it's made me realize how much everybody, like we're all in our own head. We're all having our own experience. Most of the time, other people don't have space to just enjoy and observe what's happening because they're so busy doing what I used to do, which is interpreting everything <laughs> based around what I think is going on or what I think needs to happen or what other people might want to happen. And then we're all stressed out. No one actually had fun. And that's sad. And I just don't like to live like that anymore. So I, I'm choosing not to more and more of the time. And I'm so grateful for, you know, having a kid that's allowed me to have these thoughts that's let me really explore them in real time more and more frequently. Because when you have people in your life, like they are your teachers, 
children are definitely a teacher, but honestly, this is, you know, it works for parents and it works for friends and it works for partners too. The more that we're able to look at them as our teachers and go like, oh, wow, they're having an experience too. And it's not the same one I'm having. Whoa. That's so cool. I I don't know. I just, I feel like holidays have become this giant science experiment for me over there. I don't know, the course of my lifetime. I don't know if they've always been that way. I used to think of them as like these trials that you just have to get through and everybody wants something of you. But I don't even know why I thought that. I think I just felt like there was this immense pressure about holidays where we had to be happy. I think that was the main thing is that there's so much striving to be happy that there's very little happiness to be found. (laughs) Now that I'm just curious, I'm like, well, what if it's okay if I'm not happy? What if, what if it is stressful for me? I'm like, then what if, what if that's not a big deal? What if I'm allowed to be stressed out that like the oven is full and I want to get to the sink and someone's in the way and I don't remember where I put my cup and ah, and it's okay to feel that way. And it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean that the holiday is bad. It doesn't mean that I failed. It doesn't mean anything about anybody that's there. It's just a moment. And the, the relief is intense guys. Like it's, it's pretty awesome. So I just wanted to offer that thought up in the hopes that it serves you as well to just wonder like, what, what is everyone's experience right now individually? Cause they're all going to be different. Everyone is having a different experience of this event. How could you choose to show up and just be present for it? No matter what emotions, what thoughts, what craziness ends up happening and just kind of like be a spectator at your movie. Cause like, there you are like, ah, you're in your movie. Things are happening. Like stuff has to go sideways in order to, I don't know, get anywhere in life. How are you handling it? How would you like to handle it? What would it be like to just be chill as fuck? I love that thought. (laughs) So I'm trying to embrace it more and more in my life. Ah, my friends, I hope that so far you've had a pretty decent fall moving into the winter. I hope that you're enjoying your life. And I hope that if you've been feeling stressed out, like there's just too much shit going on, that it's too stressful, that this podcast, this particular moment together has allowed you to tap deep into the well of chillness and just, you know, lightly give up some of all of these fucks that we have and just not care so much. Not in a, um, not in a, I don't care about life way but in a, I'm not going to let life rattle me kind of way. Or if it's rattling me that I'm okay with that and I can go with that flow and not make it mean so much, which automatically just, that's a pretty cool vibe. It's a pretty cool vibe. Mm. Happy holidays to everybody. Please enjoy your family. Enjoy your life. Enjoy whatever you're working on and share with me your thoughts. How do you maintain your chill? I always want more of these tools in my toolbox so that when I do find myself getting uppity and upset, that I have another perspective to just slip into and to cope and get through it so that I can return to this zone, this zone of happy, the zone of calm. Happy holidays, y'all. And I will catch you next week. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. 
You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com, where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.